Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of Simply Not Easy. So today, Workout Wednesday, we're talking about something that is incredibly important, incredibly undervalued in my mind and a great way to make sure that you're not BSing yourself in terms of where you actually are. And so today we're talking about single leg work. Um, You know, a lot of these typical main exercises we do um, as far as lifting, as far as weightlifting and everything for the legs, oftentimes we're doing these with both legs because why? Because we got, because most of us have two legs. Um, So that makes sense. But I'm going to kind of explain why, and hopefully by the end of this podcast episode, you get an appreciation for why that might not always be the best approach the entire time. So we've got two legs, so we use two legs, right? So going forward with <clears throat> so going forward with squatting and deadlifting and exercises like that, the reason that those are so beneficial is because we do have two legs, we're using those two legs that we have, and we've got the full force on the ground. We can definitely lift a lot more with both legs being balanced and everything like that than we can. But what this does is it puts us at risk. It puts us at risk of a potential imbalance. In an ideal world, excuse me, in an ideal world, when we're deadlifting, we're locked down into the bar, as you kind of screw your feet into the ground, you drive up as you're pulling that, lifting that bar up, what happens is your feet should stay in the exact same position that they start in all the way throughout the motion. If they're shifting around throughout the motion, that means that you don't have the range that you need and or that you're compensating from somewhere. Um, or, you know, if as you're pulling her through, if you feel like, hey, I've got a little bit more of my body weight on the right side of my foot, on my right foot than I do on my left, or on my left than I do on my right, then, I mean, it's no genius science for working out. What we do is we're just reinforcing a habit and a pattern so we get better and better at doing that pattern. So if we get more consistent at, you know, having 60% of the weight on the right side of our feet, then on our right feet, then 40% on the left, we're gonna fall into that pattern and reinforce that over and over again. So it's really important to stay balanced in this, Um, both not only in terms of, hey, what are your goals for the gym and everything, but also in terms of injury risk. And you know, changes in more than, excuse me again, changes in more than 10% um, strength in muscle groups compared to side to side, especially in weight-bearing muscle groups that are in the lower extremity of the legs. Asymmetries in those do have a significant risk for injury. So we want to, to, in order to prevent injury, we can help increase those strength gains to have the strength be available on both sides, and that will definitely decrease the risk of injury through there. So you might be asking, okay, sweet, how do I do that? So one way you can do it is literally finding that position, that start and stop position in that motion, unloaded, you know, doing a deadlift or a squat form without any extra weight and trying to feel, get that idea for where you are in those ranges as far as, you know, does does my weight feel equal on both sides? 
and they have a lot of great technology out for this now they have a lot of like simple and easy force plates out there where it can actually show the balance back and forth if any of you guys or have any of your friends have that like Wii system um, that has a part of it on there where you can kind of calibrate with that balance board part of it okay like I've got I can see that little dot sensor of where my center of gravity is and I can shift that bad boy around to try and get it lined up in the middle and that's what it should feel like throughout my motions so that's kind of a good assessment tool and way to better improve that. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of doing some lifts without shoes on um, to get that proprioceptive input in through my body to be able to better understand kind of what I'm working with. Um, for me, that's always been a huge help in getting that feeling to go really well. But today, again, we're talking about how do we do this stuff single leg? Because a lot of times, you know, we can be slightly off. We can be 55% one side, 45% another side, and not always feel that. We can just, we feel successful because we kept a relatively good form. And with that relatively good form, what we've done is we've been able to move that weight up and down without any risk, any injury, all that kind of stuff. Doing great. No issues, feeling fine. So then let's break it down. Is there a reason behind why I'm shifted to one side or the other? Is there a reason? why I'm favoring one side and taking a little bit of load off the other side. And even if it is equal, either do deficits pop up in my balance and stability and more importantly, my control, my, mo my motor control as I go just to a single leg. So what I love doing for diagnostic testing, and again, in physical therapy and life, the best thing is that the treatment becomes, so the test becomes a treatment. So we do a test, doesn't turn out as hot, guess how you get better or something? you do that same thing again. So our tests for today are gonna to be a single leg squat and a single leg deadlift. And the great thing is that those tests are gonna become the treatment. They're gonna become what you work on to help improve yourself. And so kind of homework for today, I want you guys to all try doing a single leg squat and a single leg deadlift out there, seeing how it goes, seeing if there is, you know, one side of your body that you feel just a little bit more stable on. If it's with that squat going down, um, typically what I'll do for a single leg squat is I'll kick my other foot out in front of me, stay on that one leg, and let my butt sink slowly, slowly down as low as it can go. Um, for some people it's easier if you put a chair or a box behind them, something as a target that you can sit down into and then stand back up again. That definitely helps some people, not for everybody though. Uh, then the single leg deadlift, once that one leg's on the ground, you want the opposite leg that's up and your trunk, your chest, to be in a straight line that entire time, having a 180-degree angle. Um, you know, there's definitely some uh, benefit to doing these podcast episodes because I can mass-produce them, get them out, and everything, and have them on audio is easier to distribute than a bunch of video stuff, but it's hard showing exercises like this, so I would recommend, you know, you kind of doing a little search about single-leg deadlifts, single-leg squats to find out what they are and what, um, you know, what is recommended for those. But, you know, basically you want to have your full foot in contact with the ground, but a little bit more pressure in the heel than it is towards the front by the toe area. And that's just helping to engage the thigh muscles a lot better and take some stress and load off the knee. But really feel it throughout your entire foot, throughout the range of motion. And the key is, is that we only want very minor shifts to occur. So as, that, as you're going through that single leg squat, there shouldn't be a point where all of a sudden you feel really, really strong in your heels and really, really strong in your toes. It should be a pretty balanced effort that stays somewhat consistent 
throughout the entire range of motion and that how that's how you know that you're getting better control there and then I'd always recommend doing these in front of a mirror too to be able to see hey when I'm doing my single leg deadlifts is my back tilting to the left or to the right kind of sloping down am I staying in line do I have good control of this am with my whole body my hips and my wobbling all over the place as I do this single leg squat not only how low do I get but is my knee looking kind of all wonky is it wiggling back and forth a ton or is it a more controlled progression now some back and forth is normal I don't want you guys to get the impression that just because there's extra movement that doesn't mean it's bad it just means that your body is working to coordinate those movements in a more efficient pattern for yourself and early on especially some of those wiggling around some of those movements can be normal but here's the thing is that when we take the other limb out of the equation it's not just that we can't we won't be able to get away with compensating but it's another dynamic balance to it it definitely increases the proximal the close to the middle of the body kind of the hip area hip and core area it increases the motor control requirements on these areas because what it's doing is it's it's intentionally having those areas activate stronger because not only do you have to still do that same exact motion but you have to do that same exact motion while the center of your mass stays in the middle and while you're not tipping over to the side that's not supported at all so you've got to support yourself through an increase in muscle activation so this is a great way because there's increased requirements on each of these limbs it's a great way to kind of tease out the bs to tease out the compensation now i'm not saying that you shouldn't do double leg lifts you absolutely should but you should incorporate single leg in there as too as a form of diagnostic to kind of assess how you are with your training other than in addition to diagnostic as a test as a way of um, having quote unquote treatment to improve your stability and your control and you may even find that by over time increasing what you're able to do single leg doesn't turn translate to a smaller cover-up deficit that you weren't realizing that you do have double leg and that can be the unlocking tool to kind of help you um, recover and help you improve your gains in that area so I hope this was helpful for all you out there um, again we're kind of breaking things down and understanding why we do different things just because our weight is shifted one side or the other or it doesn't feel quite equal during the range of motion yeah let's go ahead and try and uh, assess that let's see if we can get that um, balance left to right while we're actually doing that motion and practicing that but if that's a little bit harder to comprehend um, or even if it isn't I'd recommend both ways really making sure that you give this thing a try try these single leg activities um, and cre get creative too you know I threw out the deadlift and the squat because they're fundamental movement patterns that our bodies are kind of functionally engaged in but you can switch it up too and I think the key is just experimenting and learning how to listen to your body and I think that's a tool that I know I need to do more of and I know that is very undervalued in a society where I mean face it I don't like it you know I'm in my last few days honestly here as a physical therapy student and the amount of sitting down I do day to day I mean it, it's absurdly ridiculous I mean I'm driving right now sitting down um, eating most of the time I'm sitting down studying at least half the time I'm studying I'm sitting down and I mean all these lectures and everything like that it just, it just adds up and so we don't get a chance to 
Um, you know, some of the harmful effects of sitting aren't just in terms of that, that you're sitting all day, not getting the activity um, as far as direct health things, but it's also in terms of your mapping and understanding of how your body works. And it's so important to get that proprioceptive sense, that understanding of your body, the feel for your body and how it's meant to move and that freedom of movement. That's something that you've got to be able to feel. And, you know, it's, I think it's a true crime to take that away from people. We need to play. We need to explore a lot more. So for everybody out there, get those single leg squats going. Get those um, single leg deadlifts going. And be humble. Be humble and be hungry out there. And I know for myself, for example, I have with these motions, I have a little bit easier time on my right side than my left. It's normal. It's, again, kind of quote-unquote normal, relative normal. It's expected. It's typical that one side might be slightly easier than the other. It's normal that we have a slightly more dominant side. Um, like when we talk about sports or soccer, a kicking leg and a stance leg. I would expect that. But it's about bridging that gap. It's about making your strength stronger. And it's about kind of having your weaknesses not be as weak, not be quite as present, and upping both of them at the same time. And again, another great principle of movement throughout the body is that whatever you're not doing, to a certain extent, that's what you need to do more of. If you're only doing double leg stuff, add more single leg. If you're only doing single leg, add more double leg. All right, everybody, get after it. Single leg squats and deadlifts, make it happen. Simply, not easy.